Tension continues to escalate in the Persian Gulf over Iran's capture of those 15 British sailors and Marines. Iranian officials say they will release the only female in the group, but British authorities aren't convinced and have frozen all bilateral talks with Iran until all 15 sailors are freed. Meanwhile, the U.S. stepped up its strong show of force as fighter jets roared off the two carrier decks in the Persian Gulf. The fighter jets on this carrier had been conducting missions over Iraq, but they are now conducting escort and reconnaissance missions 50 miles from Iran. The commanding officer of the Eisenhower was notified just days after the British sailors were captured that he should begin battle group exercises, which were clearly meant to send a message to Iran. At the time of the end shall the king of the south push at him, and the king of the north shall come against him like a whirlwind. So reads Daniel chapter 11 verse 40. What does this have to do with the escalating situation between Britain and Iran? Who is the king of the south? Who is the king of the north? Stay tuned as we find out. This is Dave Billington with you for this week's Bible in the News. In Daniel 11, where we read that the king of the south pushes at him, the AV translation and most of the others don't capture the sense of the Hebrew. In the literal column in Green's translation, the full meaning is brought out. It reads, And at that time of the end shall engage in butting with him the king of the south. With him is a much better translation of the Hebrew im-o. The Hebrew yitnagach, translated shall engage in butting, is, a, is in a reflexive voice which adds this back-and-forth tit-for-tat meaning. Brown Driver Briggs' lexicon says it means engage in thrusting with, wage war with. It seems to me that the sense of the passage in simple terms is a pushing match that ends in the King of the North coming against him with all-out force. It is not a single push, but rather a series of pushes over time, with the King of the North doing his fair share of pushing. Daniel's prophecy of chapter 11 depicts the end of the Persian Empire, then the mighty king that would stand up, or Alexander the Great, the breakup of his empire into four parts, and the subsequent wars between the dominant northern power and the dominant southern power based in Egypt. These wars often had consequences for Judah, who was sandwiched in the middle. In verse 36, the king, who shall do according to his will, and exalt himself above every god is introduced. This is the same king as in Daniel chapter 8 and verse 23, where it speaks of a king of fierce countenance that would come on the scene in the latter time of their kingdom, or near the end of the Jewish kingdom that actually occurred in AD 70. Moses also spoke of this power in his prophecy in Deuteronomy chapter 28, verses 49 and 50. The Lord shall bring a nation against thee from far, from the end of the earth, as swift as the eagle flieth, a nation whose tongue thou shalt not understand, a nation of fierce countenance, which shall not regard the person of the old, nor show favor to the young. And so Moses depicts the Roman eagle coming down upon the land of Israel. This king rises up and dominates the remains of the northern segment of Alexander's Greek Empire, and so the Roman Empire becomes the king of the north. The Roman Empire then divided into a Latin West and a Greek East. 
daniel's prophecies of chapters eight and eleven are more concerned with the greek portion of the roman empire so the roman king is depicted as a little horn that grows out of the greek king of the north horn the eastern roman empire was at last destroyed by the ottoman power and its base was transferred north to moscow so moscow becomes the base of the king of the north as depicted by ezekiel thirty eight the gog of ezekiel thirty eight and the king of the north are the same power depicted in different ways we say this because their geographical position is the same gog's country is in the uttermost parts of the north they are both adversaries and invaders of israel they both invade the land at the same time gog in the latter days and the king of the north at the time of the end they are allied with the same peoples gog with the persians ethiopians and libyans and the king of the north with the libyans and ethiopians at his steps both meet the same end the king of the north encounters michael meaning who is like el the great prince who stands up for god's people and the king of fierce countenance in daniel chapter eight and verse twenty three is destroyed without hand when he stands up against the prince of princes and gog is destroyed by yahweh when he invades the mountains of israel how then is the king of the south depicted in ezekiel chapter thirty eight the great power who plays such an important role in daniel eleven and engages in butting with the king of the north at the time of the end we would have to say it is the power that is antagonistic to gog namely sheba and dedan and the merchants of tarshish with all the young lions thereof sheba and dedan are those oil-rich nations on the saudi arabian peninsula many of which host u s and british army bases tarshish is a group of merchant powers associated with sheba and dedan tarshish is involved in the return of the jewish people isaiah sixty verse nine says surely the isles shall wait for me and the ships of tarshish first to bring thy sons from far their silver and their gold with them unto the name of the lord thy god and to the holy one of israel because he hath glorified thee the united states and britain could definitely be said to have played a role in the return of the jews britain with the balfour declaration and the u s with was the first country to recognize the state of israel in nineteen forty eight they will yet play a greater role when the kingdom is established also notice how in isaiah sixty verse nine the isles are associated with the ships of tarshish in jeremiah thirty one verse ten we read hear the word of the lord o ye nations and declare it in the isles afar off and say he that scattered israel will gather him and keep him as a shepherd doth his flock the isles are singled out in hearing the message of the prophecy of the return of the jews this could only be britain and the u s and those other english-speaking countries where the message was preached in fact many a christadelphian lecture dealt with this topic for about one hundred years before the state of israel was born in nineteen forty eight let's summarize we have said the king of the south is britain the usa and those merchant nations that are their allies the king of the north is the same power as ezekiel thirty eight namely russia and the eastern and western eastern and western europe with him also of particular note is persia or modern-day iran allied with the king of the north these two superpowers will engage in butting at the time of the end our time what do we see in the news iran taking captive british soldiers in the persian gulf and an and an escalating situation of tit-for-tat
So what does Russia say about all this? Well, the Associated, the Associated Press reported today that the Security Council statement was a watered-down version of a stronger draft sought by Britain to deplore Iranian actions and urge the immediate release of the prisoners, primar primarily because Russia and South Africa opposed putting blame on the Tehran regime, diplomats said. Russia also objected to the Council adopting Britain's position that its sailors were operating in Iraqi waters when they were captured, the diplomats said, speaking on condition of anonymity. End quote. John Thomas wrote about this situation in 1868 in the booklet Anatolia, or The Exposition of Daniel. He penned some pretty incredible words on page 94, where we read, But the lion power of Britain has not yet attained the full extent marked out for it by the finger of God. The annexation of Persia and Kush, or Kushistan, to the Gogian Empire will doubtless cause England to strengthen herself in Afghanistan and Dedan by treaty or otherwise that she may command the entrance to the Persian Gulf. The situation in the Persian Gulf is tense. Where the situation will lead we cannot say, but what we do see is the Bible in the news. Come back again next week to www.bibleinthenews.com.